kingdom of the planet of the apes has arrived in IMAX. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Support for today's show comes from Naturalicious. Designed to reduce time spent on wash day, Naturalicious delivers the results of 12 products in just three all while improving overall moisture retention and the health of your curly or coily hair. So, listen, I don't even have that much hair, but even still, wash day is always a burden. So any product that's going to cut down time, um, especially in the mornings when I'm trying to get out of here and get to my desk on time, I'm all for. So I can't wait to try my Naturalicious products because um, I'm always down for saving time. And that's much more time that I can spend in my beloved bed. Oh, God. So grateful. So try Naturalicious today so you can spend more time in your bed. Uh, available at 1200 Sally stores nationwide and online at savetimeonwashday.com. Frozen, the newest hit musical from Disney on Broadway, is celebrating one year on Broadway with sensational special effects, stunning sets and costumes and powerhouse performances. It's a Broadway experience like no other. There's twice as many songs as the award-winning film. And for the first time ever, Olaf is played by a woman. Ooh. Actress Ryan Redman. Yes. <clears throat> so, you know, I went to go see Frozen. And let me tell you something. It was a Wednesday night well spent. Aww. I had a blast. Me. I had a blast. <laughs> um, had such a good time. You know, it was like little witty, little witty jokes in there. It was it. just the special effects were litty fine litty. Let me say when, when when Elsa let it go, she let it go. Yeah. OK, like they really gave it to us. I really suggest that you guys go and definitely please. You'll have a good time. It doesn't matter where you fall on the range. Mm -hmm. You're going to have a blast. Visit frozenthemusical.com slash podcast for a special offer and get your tickets today. Do it. It was about five minutes ago Don't When I like see this. the hottest chick That is young and never seen before oh, yeah. I say yo oh, Tell the girls I want to meet her On second thought that ain't the way to go Wrong key, I girl. gotta give a game proper Spit it so she'll get it Then she'll get it. I gotta stop her mm -mm. I should have talked about a smile Chris and I have a list You're being oh, disrespectful this is my song. I'm out of time. She's like at the it. door. I gotta go for mine. I think I say yo. I don't know your name, but excuse me, miss. I say the last song. No, my gosh. And I gotta it. admit that you got my attention. You're making me want to say yo. I have a list. He said attention. He go did not. He go said attention. to the song. He oh said attention. He did not. said attention. You are just <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> That's just not true. It's he just said, not true. He said, look, I was about to list. Exactly. <laughs> he, he said. Chris Brown did not have a list. And yo, 
I don't remember him having a lisp ever. Maybe it wasn't as fine. strong as mine was, but I want you all to go back and listen to the song and realize that your boy Christopher Maurice Brown said a tenthon. I want to be where you are. Mm. Ain't, Ain't nothing wrong, wrong with dancing. dancing. Baby, it's you so just romantic. It. Baby. I sound just like him. No, you don't. <laughs> Either way. Praise the Lord, niggas. Jade is irritating. I'm Kia. <laughs> I'm irritating, Jade. We are here to talk about adulting, the good, the bad, the ugly, the tests, the trials, the twists, the turns, the temptations, and the taxes of being adult. Being an adult in the year of our Lord, 2019. Yeah, that was cute. That was cute. What's up, sis? What's happening? That was ugly. It was very Elvis. It was very Elvis. (laughs) I was thinking more like Jerome. But um, I'm cool. Just got back from DC. We're a little late this week because just a touch. You know, we had to go elsewhere. Footy Wix. Um, but we're here and accounted for. Dopest dinner party was. Dope. The dopest dinner party. I had Plus. A, I'm just so grateful to you all for coming out and supporting. My sis came out the second night. It was such a good time. I ate amazing food. None of my clothes fit. It's fine. <laughs> At least you enjoyed it because somebody, you know what? Mm, do I want to mm, wait? What? My petty peeve. Do I want to be that petty peeve or do I want to just say it now? Somebody had not pleasant, not nice things to say. You know what? I'm going to wait. That's going to be my petty peeve. Oh. Not anybody who was at the dinner at all. Oh, okay. Everybody was at the dinner okay. saying praises. But I was like, because I had an awesome time. I'll save it. No, I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. Mm. But outside of that, I'm good getting the house settled in. You know what I'm saying? Um, getting everything together. Just excited to be in this new space and like not, you know, in two spaces. <clears throat> How are you? <laughs> <coughs> Yes. Just a little choked up. Get it together. (coughs) Sorry. Oh my goodness. Get it together. I don't know what just happened there. Um, but I'm doing okay. No, I'm not. Can you imagine? Oh my goodness. I don't know what just happened. I got a little choked up, but I'm doing okay. Busy. Busy's a blessing though, so ain't nobody complaining. That's right. Trying to get things ready and together. Listen here, ladies. I'm not even gonna hold y'all, but if you are in the LA area and you have any intention, desire, hope, wish, prayer to come to the Women of Color and Community Brunch um, that we're going to be having on April the 6th, yes. you might want to move your feet, sis, because when I tell you that the tickets are moving on down the road, I don't going, want you to miss going. miss. I don't want you to miss it. It's going to be amazing. Sarah Jakes Roberts, Dr. Anita Phillips, we're going to have mm. awesome conversation about what it's like to be a woman with purpose, trying to figure out this thing called life and, and balancing uh, life career um, with uh, kind of personal development, mm-hmm. figuring out what your purpose is um, and how to kind of create synergy in all the different areas and demands of your life. We're going to talk about all kinds of things. It's going to be a dope decorated space that's going to be catered by um, a brilliant black woman chef and um jade's gonna be you looks amazing oh yes jade's gonna be our our host and we're gonna gonna play black girl car revoked there's gonna be uh live 
painting by Sierra Lynn. There's going to be vending by Zanina Jar. It's going to be an experience. I'm telling you, man, you want to get your things and you want to get your things quickly um, because tickets are going to, ticket sales are going to wrap up really soon. I think April 1st is when we got to cut it off. Um, And there's not that many left this. So I want you to, I don't want you to, nobody to call me like, is there any way? No, I need y'all to get your things. Okay. Um, and you can't say I haven't told you because this is your warning. I'm super excited. We got awesome, amazing, fantastic speakers. Shout out to uh, sponsors. We got um, sh- shout out to Loudspeakers Network, um, Zen in a Jar, Herpothecary, Monty Sharp, um, uh, Genuine Gemini. Um, and Chris West LLC. We're just yes. doing so many, many, many awesome. Thank you so much to everyone for believing in in me and Team Typing Fast and my team and what we're trying to build. It's going to be amazing. April 6th. You don't want to miss it, girl. You don't. My glasses be right up in that thing eating all the food. Oh my God, it's going to be so much, so good. Red velvet waffles. Y'all know how we love red velvet things. Yeah, niggas love, they go up for red velvet. Oh, it's going to be so good. You know, we like, oh, it's red velvet. Shrimp and grits I know how y'all blacks go up for the grits It's going to be dope Um, I can't wait to see you guys Um, So yeah come sit with us But that's what I've been doing Working really hard Also I'm going April 23rd at 3pm Eastern Standard Time I'm going to be a part of a fantastic webinar um, On reimagining the way that we do Organizational research for social justice I'm going to leave that flyer It's going to be on my social media Uh, So yeah we're busy We're we're booked we're doing things Work is work Uh, Work is great Um, I feel like I'm walking in my purpose And that is equal parts scary and exhilarating. Mm. Um, I feel like maybe we can have a show about this later, but I don't know if anybody else is having this struggle. But you know how mm-hmm. you pray for something and you pray, not even pray for something. Well, generally speaking, you pray for for general things in your life like wisdom and opportunity and purpose and alignment you pray for those things because you know those are the Mm -hmm. things that we say that we want in life but when when God starts moving things in place sometimes it's like oh oh this is really happening (laughs) like this This is is happening this is happening right now um and then there's for me I'm finding I am struggling in the way of readiness I want to be ready I want to stay ready but I don't always know what ready looks like And I just I don't know if anybody is out there with me, but like, how do we how do we ensure that we are ready when things start to shift? Because when we praying, like I be listening, he'd be like, oh, all right, bet <laughs> he start moving things. And then, you know, you got to deliver and it's like, oh, I got to do this right right now. OK, absolutely. Hmm. But yeah, that's maybe we'll get into that. Let us know if that's something y'all want us to talk about around the kitchen table because I feel like I might be able to speak to that um, and share my experience. I don't have any strategies for navigating it just yet because I'm very much in that process, but we're going to get there. I'm excited. I'm proud of you. I cannot wait to be in the space and see another successful Team Typing Fast event. It's going to be lovely. You have some amazing guests in the house. Mm-hmm. It's going to be dope. You guys, if you have not, well, all of you cannot have been to a mm-hmm. team type of fast event. 
Team type and fast events are just lovely bouginess. Like Aww. you sit at a beautiful table. No, not lovely. Beautiful bouginess. decorations. It's wonderful place settings. You get great gifts. You get an amazing word from whoever is there because Kia always gets people of substance. <laughs> always. And this time you get Sarah Jakes Roberts. I know, right? Out here, like, out here. Our, come my on. mind is blown. Blown away. Come on, but yeah, yeah. It's going to be amazing. So we'll see you out there. Yes, April 6th, the tickets. Um, you can find this bit.ly TFTCLA19, all caps. All in Kia's social media. Yeah, all there, all there. Um, so, yes, yeah, sis, y'all want to get into the show now? Let's go ahead and get into this trash. Okay, okay, okay. Because we kept the trash so brief last week and there's things going on. There's lots of trash. We're backed up, man. We are very backed up. We need to eat our greens. Absolutely. And it's not all good, but you know what? We're (laughs) going to just get right on into it. It's the trash evergreen sometimes, but not often. Daniel Caesar. (sighs) Daniel Caesar has, has disappointed me because I really do enjoy Daniel Caesar. I mean, okay. I do. I enjoy his music. But he did an Instagram live where he proceeded to ask black people why we are so mean to white people. Holy God. Daniel. What? (laughs) Like, honestly, that's what he did. That's what he did. You didn't see it? No. Mm -hmm. He said, you know, there are things in the past and he understands, but he feels like we're in a new new place in a new day. And he feels like black people just find a reason to be mean to white people. (laughs) Like, honestly, he said that I'm dead ass. You can go watch the video. And um, let me see if I can find. No, I saw what all I'm seeing is the apology. And they said D-Ray McKesson had a conversation with him. Um, Good. Which I would like to see because somebody should have pulled this coattail. But uh, evidently, uh, he's apologized. Like he went on live and apologized for what he said. Well, good. Because I mean, foolish. He said he was drunk. So blame it on the alcohol, I suppose. That is not always the excuse. He said, I express my opinion in a very pretentious. Okay, that's why I was struggling because there's no. I was I was talking down to you guys, you know what I'm saying? So I guess this was the I guess mm-hmm. they are quoting him talking in this live. I apologize for how I expressed my idea because that is where I went wrong. I can admit when I'm wrong. So he's not necessarily apologizing for what he said, but I think he's saying he expressed his opinion in a pretentious way. And like he uh I guess he was perceived he thought that people perceived that he was talking down to people and that's not the case. So I still don't buy it. And yeah, I'm irritated about it. I won't be. Mm-mm, I'm all set. He's irritated me because I really enjoy this album. But whatever. Um, exactly that. <laughs> okay. So Jesse Smollett has had all 16 <sighs> felony counts um, that were that he was charged with dropped. 
So, okay. I, I will admit that I have not said much about this um, because I felt like I did not have enough information to form an opinion. And something on the inside of me was very uncomfortable with taking the word of the Chicago Police Department over anybody, especially mm-hmm. a man of color. But either way, I felt like I didn't I don't I didn't know enough to have an opinion of, of over whether Jesse was guilty or innocent or anything like that. It was just a really sad situation mm-hmm. um, that that is really like complex Um for a couple different reasons because I had the opportunity. Remember I told you I was, oh, well, and when I was in Atlanta last week, I was observing an anti-racism training, which I was like really like nervous about going to at first because, you know, who wants to sit in a room full of privileged people um, kind of being faced, <laughs> faced with their privilege in, uh, and made aware of kind of like larger systems and structures of systemic racism and white supremacy. Nobody wants to sit and watch that because that's like a heavy, a heavy conversation. Mm-hmm. But honestly, it was one of the most enlightening experiences that I've had in a really long time. And I think that it is something that we all should even people of color who kind of live this thing out day to day. I think it's all, it's all something. It's, it's something that we all should probably, you know, it wouldn't hurt us to kind of get a little bit more kind of structured um, instruction or information about, because one of the facilitators said something, I tweeted it um, because it really kind of stuck with me. Um, it, she kind of used it as an example of how systems and structures of racism are designed to kind of keep like existing social hierarchies in place. So like um, the white, the interests of white people are going to be maintained at all costs. And she used the example of how, you know, this whole Jesse thing and how, um, you know, what's alleged that he, that he did and the criminal investigation and um, him being charged kind of, she juxtaposed that with like Ryan Lockie from the um, mm-hmm. summer 2016 Olympics in mm-hmm. in Rio and how he and his drunken teammates got together and essentially did the same thing that they are they accused Jesse of doing and really didn't face any consequences beyond being suspended for work from work for a couple of months um so like a paid vacation so to speak mm-hmm. so and how Jesse was accused of this crime um and literally got 16 criminal counts was facing upwards of 50 years in federal prison. So just thinking about like what it means to have, like that's how, that's just using that as an example of how white privilege operates, not just in this country, but like globally, because the the Olympics were not even in this country, but still, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 Ryan Lockie did what he did and was able to leave Rio unscathed, literally accusing people of that country of doing crimes that they did not commit. So, yeah. Um, all that to say, it's not lost on me that, that, you know, you just kind of tuck that in the back of your mind with <laughs> in the file marks, like why the world is so effed up. Um, but yeah, I guess long story less long. I'm glad Jesse don't got to go to jail and he gets to be out with his family and friends and, salvage his career in some way I hope I really hope that he can recover from from this um this is just like it's just a lot and again I don't know what happened in Chicago I don't know what happened the whole I don't shit is know confusing. what happened it's, it's, weird. A, whole it's mess. a weird ass story it is what it is like 
But ultimately, like, let's say the entire thing was true, right? Let's say the entire, it, the whole thing was made up and it's fucked up and all of that. It's still 16 felony counts in 50 years is still excessive. Like, let's just, there's so many other things that we, that we need to be focusing on as far as people getting locked up and so forth and so on that I don't like, that's just excessive. And I don't, who trusts the police? Who trusts Chicago police? We all sat up here and saw how Chicago police are in cahoots with Roberto Sylvester you know what I'm saying? And we'll call him and warn him of certain things. So we all saw that. But like, I don't know. The whole thing is just weird. The whole story is weird. The police, like, I don't trust none of them. The whole social justice system. Like, I don't know what's true and what's not. But I know 16 counts is excessive. Yeah, Jesse. Yeah. And that's, and that's <laughs> that on that. Like, that's, that's right. true. I'm just going to leave that. Cardi B. Oh, goodness is back in social media quote-unquote news um. because a, a video resurfaced in uh, instagram live y'all got to stop y'all got to be more careful an instagram live resurfaced of cardi uh saying that back in the day she used to use sex by drugging and raping niggas in order i'm excuse me i'm so i'm so sorry Dr- drugging and robbing niggas um in order to survive um, she has received a lot of backlash. Apparently there was a hashtag created surviving Cardi B, which is Dang. ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Dang. And so then she got back on, you know, today's, um, press. Oh my God. Press, conference. uh, press conferences, Instagram, and, did a PSA letting everybody know that, you know, her past is her past and she's never claimed to be an angel. You know, she's always, you know, she's had certain issues that she's been very open about and she doesn't understand why niggas are going off because they glorify, um, you know, grimy behavior in male dominated in because hip hop is a male dominated, uh, line of work. I mean, I think, and I mean, to, to be, uh, I guess to her point, I'm not, I'm, and I don't even know if I'm, if I'm, this is not me caping for Cardi. I don't know this Mm -hmm. story. And I feel like if, if, if I don't, I don't really believe I'm not comfortable with her, with her drugging and robbing anybody. Um, Right. But I, I do, I do feel like, you know, the point that she's trying to make that in a male dominated world of hip hop, this is not the first time a rapper has talked about doing heinous things on a, on a song. Um, and I guess she's, she's, is she suggesting that because niggas do it, she can do it too. That I feel like is a weak rationale. Um, and I, I would have liked to see her, you know, take more responsibility. I do feel like when you give people um, an inch, they're going to run a mile Mm -hmm. uh, with Mm -hmm. it, especially in this day and age. Um, And I think that a lot of this could be circumvented if people would just have the 
proper teams and professionals in place to handle this kind of stuff. I was telling Jay before we started recording that what really frustrates me about this in this age, uh, in this day and age is that I feel like people no longer see the value in paying a publicist to do to do this work and Instagram has given people license and put a battery in their bag and, you know, feel like mm-hmm. all these people can speak for themselves. And I'm not saying that you can't speak for yourself, but when you have so much to lose, when you've built a brand, when you've literally taken yourself to the level of where it's not just you speaking for you, but or speaking to people that you know personally, but when you have a platform like Cardi's, you are not you are you you should never be in a place you should be in, in the place where anything that you send you should send to somebody else first i just see because it's, you just got too much to lose you got too much to lose i think um mm-hmm. and and if it were me like if i if, if i were cardi b and and had a 2018 that changed my whole life mm-hmm. right one of the first things that i would do is um, put systems and mechanisms in place to protect what ha- what I got, um, and that means and 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 that's not I'm not just talking about money. So we talking about securing the bag, securing the bag, securing the bag is not just about getting the bag. It's not getting the bag. It's, it's, it is keeping it's it secure. It's about keeping the bags that you got. Right. Oh, so it's like it. you got a lot to lose. You got a lot to lose. You say one dumb thing and mm-hmm. the people, the whole world will run amok. And why not? I want to know why. I, I want to know why Cardi doesn't have people in place to vet her post and people in place who are watching and searching and Googling, like people should have been Googling Cardi. People on Cardi's team should be Googling Cardi day to day such that anything that comes up that throws any, throws a wrench in what Cardi Cardi's working on now needs to be taken care of, needs to be checked because that's how rich white people do it. Mm-hmm. You got to scour and and literally search and hire private investigators to find how they've been scamming the game. So I just want to know when we are going to get to the point where we where we uh, learn how to protect what we work so hard to get, so that mm-hmm. we can keep it for a little for a little while longer than three to five years. That's all I'm asking. Why don't people have publicists? Why don't people have publicists? Why don't people have publicists? Instagram is not a publicist. Instagram is it's not a press not conference. Your personal pla- it's Instagram not a press is conference. not. It's not a press junket. It is not like I want you guys. Like I don't know. I I I just. Whew, I just wish that we would just we got into a place where the ease and in. in intuitiveness that goes behind some of some of these social media platforms is really a gift and a curse because what it has done is like really cheapened um the way that we handle our business sometimes and cardi is more than just bel calise from the bronx right cardi Mm -hmm. is now an empire in and of herself so it's her it's her responsibility to have people around her to ensure that nobody is coming for the empire so I'm not saying, sure, she's not a perfect person. Nobody is. But I think that someone with a with a with some background, some experience and how to handle and navigate these kinds of matters might have given Cardi 
um, some perspective around how she might go about responding to something like this mm-hmm. instead of just saying, oh, they did it too. <laughs> That's the a- problem is that the problem is that Cardi will not, she will not get the proper people around her. She you got to level up your squad. <laughs> you do. You do. Your squad got to level up right at the same time you leveling up. Otherwise, you know, you always going to be stuck. I, you, can I say something? It's critical to have be... people around you that can help you and bet you and call you out when you do dumb things. That's the only way you're going to continue to glow up. And I want y'all to listen to me right quick. You may not agree with me initially and you may roll your eyes and suck your teeth and be real big mad. But your family is not always your level up. <laughs> most of the time love, they not. They most of the time they not. You can love your family to pieces and love them down. But when you are trying to get to a certain when you are trying to get to a place and you have to establish people who have um a history of and have a career and have uh have um experience handling certain issues it's time that you start utilizing those resources paying the money that you should pay because of the money that you make in order to continue to protect what you have coming in that is what me and key are saying secure the bag is i think securing the bag doesn't mean just getting an ad and then all of a sudden you up on the tv you in the super bowl and everybody's like secure the bag no that's part of securing the bag but you've got to be able to hold on to that bag it's just a yeah I mean and family especially when it comes to like parents and those kinds of things I don't I don't even feel bad about that because I feel like that's what they invested all that time and energy and patience in in me so that I could go past them mm-hmm. right and take this whole family line thing to the next level and God knows y'all know I love Rhonda that's my that's my boo Right. Mm-hmm. But I, I learned a little while ago that, you know, there were certain things that my mom could help me with and certain things that was just above her pay grade. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's and, and that maybe that's not the right way to put it. But I'm saying that there I've learned that I've had to expand. That's, and it's not about it's not saying that I'm replacing the role that she plays, but there are just other people uh, within my network of of mentorship and growth and development that can help me in ways that my mama can. And then there are ways that um, my mama can't help me that can't nobody else help me. Like, so right. it's just about, it's about diversifying. It's, it's not about replacing, but it's about diversifying. You got to continue to squat up. You got to squat up like you, like it's got to, it's, it's got to match your, your climb because um, I, y'all know T.D. Jakes is my it's my daddy in my head. <laughs> he says all the time how like eagles don't kick it with chickens. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like the mm. eagles fly by the farm, you know, and holler at the roosters. How y'all doing? All right. Good to see y'all. OK, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, you know, he might come by and see everybody, everybody doing all right. You look good. But they're not going to kick it, kick it. They don't just be down on the ground with the chickens. No, their job is on, like, to be soaring through the sky with massive That's wingspan. It. So they speak to the chickens when they run past. Hey, y'all do y'all look all right. But they don't kick it <laughs> with the chickens. So, like, ugh, I'm so disgusted. Cardi, do better. There was so much more. We talked about, well, okay, Transparency. Uh, we had a technical issue and my um, my recorder 
stopped recording and I didn't realize it. And we missed about 10 minutes of, of talking and I'm frustrated, yes. um, but we're, we're back. We're regrouping. We talked about um, Wendy Williams return after announcing that, uh, you know, she, she she's in been the in the house. silver house and kind of coming clean with America about her uh, substance abuse issues. We talked about how, Judge Mathis, Judge Greg, Greg Mathis is on all over the internet and actually on television, evidently, um, you know, being himself and being obsessed with calling people crackheads. So he called Wendy a crackhead, <laughs> um, allegedly. <laughs> right. So, um, we talked about how Big Kev is a bully. Yes. And how he is the reason why Wendy and Charlemagne allegedly did not have a relationship any longer. And he has a and baby. All due to his own mm-hmm. infidelity. So, yeah. I mean, it's problematic. And I mean, just addictive behaviors manifest themselves in many different forms. So if, if mm. you know, Wendy's struggling with substance abuse and the way that this relationship, like, you know, just it doesn't seem like a healthy situation. It almost feels like... um. You know, she might be addicted to being mistreated by her husband. I mean, it's that's actually a real thing. Like, it's not even that's a real like that's a real thing. And then you've got Stockholm syndrome. There's a whole lot of things that go into it. It's not always as black and white as you know. This is what's happening to me, and I'm ready to just walk away right now. Unfortunately, a lot of people are dealing with the emotional and mental right um, trauma that comes along with that, and and it's different reactions to it. And I just hope that. Outside of the sober house, which I'm glad she's gone. And if that's what she feels like she Absolutely. needs to do for her substance abuse issue. You know what I'm saying? I just hope that she's able to seek some sort of like emotional therapy as well. Because clearly your nigga is a raggedy ass nigga. Like it just is what it is. I mean, I, I feel like this probably nope. is complicated because they work together and he produces the show. So it will probably be of really course. challenging for her to kind of mm-hmm. make a clean break from this unhealthy situation. But I'm hoping that she's getting whatever that she needs. And um, I'm happy that she's that she's back. Um, yeah. Back to being messy on everybody's daytime television programming. We also quickly touched upon um um, rebecca donaldson and her children scamming the u.s higher education uh and how it wasn't really a shock to me because you know uh for a long time people have been using wealth and (laughs) um and and riches and, and as a as a tool of college access right so this is not a thing but it is interesting to me to kind of notice that these really wealthy people this family that's worth close to a billion dollars and i mean um i'm becky's kids like the girl herself olivia herself has endorsements makeup uh, partnerships makeup brands like she's worth her like herself she's worth a lot of money but still they went through this whole farce mm-hmm. of putting together this scam to get them into college and i'm like for what um i mean because clearly your girl went on on igtv with a solo cup in hand talk, <laughs> talking about how she was going only going to college for the let out yeah. right so I don't really, I don't really like, like school. Right. So like, what you doing this for? Like your mother's literally, imagine spending like $50 million to get your child in school for your child to go on the internet, on Al Gore's internet and say, you know, I'm over here, you know, to see what these boys, what these boys talking about. Like, like, I mean, what does that say? It says a lot about what's going on in this country. It says that you've taught nothing but privilege and entitlement to your little rotten (laughs) rat. And you know what I'm saying? They don't even have enough common sense, let alone respect 
than to get up on social media saying some dumb ass shit. And it infuriates me as a person of color because you've got so many different kids out here, smart, intelligent children of color, no matter what their background people, may be. Yeah, I mean, it's just people yeah. of color who who don't have the resources and have the opportunities to be able to take their education further. And you've got these little rotten guinea pigs running around, jumping on the internet, talking about how they don't really give a shit about But even school. further, even further than that, though, what really just burns my grits is the fact that it is these same children whose parents have literally scammed them into college will sit across from um, me or somebody who looks like me or comes from a background like mine mm-hmm. and literally sit across from me and say that I've got to earn my way. I got to earn my spot. But your daddy bought you in, bought your way in. I mean, this is not new. This is not news. I mean, George Bush went to Yale, y'all. So like, come on. Right. Let's, right, right. let's call a thing a thing. You say, I'm doing my Ian Lahan. But she was like, come on, come on. <laughs> let's call things things, beloved. George Bush went exactly. to Yale. Let's get to the rock gut truth of that. Like these, like white people have <laughs> been doing this stuff for years, centuries. This is not a, yeah. this is not a new phenomenon at all. Nepotism right. ain't new. Buying your literally talk. We new. was talking about this before about literally, we're talking about Ryan Lockie. We were talking about how mm-hmm. institutions, systems, structures in this country are literally set up to keep existing hierarchies of status and wealth and race like in Mm. place Mm. like that's just Mm. what it is right and higher education is very much a part of that system and as someone who's worked in higher education almost 20 years and been studying higher education I feel like I know a little bit I know enough to say that without and, and, and without any any doubting like I know that to be a fact the system is designed right. to do what it's doing. Okay. Exactly. So Rebecca Donaldson. Who were these systems set up by? Listen, <laughs> and who were they set up to serve? Uh, hello, FUBU. Okay. Well, I feel better now that the we've 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 tried to salvage some of the trash that we've lost. But let us it's actually called footboot. It's oh called my footboot God. for them by them. Literally, footboot. man. We talk about this all the time. I'm presenting my, I, I do this is a lot of, about, blah. this is, uh, my research is about this in a lot of ways, talking about how institutions mm. are structured to be exclusionary to certain kinds of people. And if we're talking mm. about reform and change and, and making things more equitable and inclusive, mm-hmm. it's going to be have to be more than lip service. It's going to have to be more than just using Amen. the word diversity. We're going to have to really get at some of the things that we've been doing that are ingrained into our policies and culture um, mm-hmm. and legacy and traditions that are literally set up mm-hmm. to keep some of us, uh, you know, away from the table. We don't get no seats. Right. So let's just talk about right. it. But either way. Y'all ain't come to hear me preach, I'm sure. My sister's popping right now, like. All right, let's shout out the sisters. Sisters yeah. are doing it for themselves. We forgot to talk about Kim Burrell. I think long story less long. Oh. Long story less long. I just really want the people that are in relationship and friendship with Kim Burrell to just get her into a group chat. I don't know, but I would hope that someone who cares about her enough um, would just, you know, pull her to the side and just say, sis, the next time you want to say something ridiculous, say it in here. (laughs) 
You don't right. got to say it into right. the microphone. Just say it right here. Because, I mean, we all say crazy things, shady things. But, I mean, you, listen, whatever she said about Fantasia was just wholly unnecessary and it was inaccurate. It was, it was, but it was also just, it was dumb. It was dumb because I feel like number one, Fantasia had never said she was vying to play Aretha Franklin. Never, not one time. Nope. Leandria. Okay. So she's, she was saying that Fantasia doesn't sound like Aretha Franklin. Let me tell you something. Neither does Leandria. (laughs) So, So, okay. Like, and, and if she does, whether she does or does not, I would imagine that if anybody playing Aretha in a biopic, they would use Aretha's voice and not theirs. No. Okay. (laughs) Furthermore, this is like, who asked you, sis? <laughs> that's really and that's really the long and the short of everything like, that comes out of Kim Burrell's mouth. Nobody gives a fuck and nobody ever asks her anything, and yet she still keeps talking. Like when you don't have nothing to say, say nothing. Say nothing. Say nothing. Not everything. Not say everything. Nothing. And not everything into the microphone on Thank the internet. You. But say nothing. And I just really wanna can I plug the girl who was holding the camera? But can I pluck her between her eyes just one yeah. time? Shut your mouth. Just shut your dumb. Shut up. Please. It's true. Girl, just being the battery that Kimberell needed in her back, girl, and she couldn't even hear you down there sounding stupid. Talk about, no, she not. No, she not. Girl, shut your mouth. Shut, shut your Just up. shut up. Talking about she been living in D.C. and she... I'm sorry, what did she say? What did she say? Who even cares? I don't know. But I was watching this like, this is the most ridiculous and unnecessary thing I've ever heard in all my life. Oh, Kim Burrell, just go sit down somewhere. <sighs> Let's be done with the truth. Yes, I'm sorry. That was my bad. No, you're fine. Um, no, we needed to address it because Kim Burrell is dumb and I don't feel bad about saying I it. feel like I just want her to just not, I just want her to not, her commentary her singing, yes. Her unnecessary But commentary. the commentary. Her, listen, her gift, like what she's done. Listen, her artistry, girl, I'm a fan. Her homophobia. But be. her commentary is where I struggle. At this point, I don't even want to hear her singing. She can just go. And that's why I feel like we as... I'm going to shut up because that's another show. Um, <laughs> so we have two... Features and today's shout out to my sis, both of whom are sponsors for our upcoming Women of Color and Community Brunch for Team mm-hmm. Typing Fast. The first one is Herpothecary, which is in fact um, a a wonderful um, apothecary brand that carries all manner of shea butters and Ooh. and whip soaps and artisan soaps and it's just like they have this wellness shop it's a um self bath combo yes self-care and wellness um and beauty brand that is not only affordable um but it's really high quality items that you can trust um, when we putting things on our skin and stuff, we have to be very careful because you only get once one, uh, you know, you're promised one set of skin. 
That's it. You don't get extras. That's um, it. <laughs> so you got to take care of what you got while you got it. Um, but her apothecary is going to be a sponsor. Um, that means her products will be featured in the swag bags. And um, she's been a sponsor for us before. And I really, really love um, her stuff. She's uh, her awesome artisan soaps are my particular fave she's got beautiful um so juicy flavors and wonderful yeah. scents it's just so much fun um and she's got great names things like milk and honey honey pot gilded smoke there's a blackout facial bar that features african black soap triple og her cleanse uh, glow up facial bar I'm a big fan Ooh. So everyone check out Herpothecary.com And get your life And all of your skincare needs met We also want to feature MyTSharp.com I'm a big fan of MyTSharp.com uh, Y'all know that I love a graphic tea With something spicy That's <laughs> written on the front <laughs> And um, You're so spicy I love it She's, She features all manners of all manner of um, graphic tees and uh, little makeup bags, novelty items like, you know, canvas totes. Um, and, and she does, and, and buttons. Y'all know I live for a button, sweatshirts, t shirts, the like, all of that. So um, it is uh, started as a 20, ooh, sorry, 274 Design Studio, st studio in 2014, specializing ooh. in custom apparel and gifts. Um, the creative juices started flowing and there was many um, apparel ideas being left off the table. And as a re result, My T-Sharp was born. My T-Sharp prides itself on bringing creative designs to its customers. Um, mm -hmm. Also open to suggestions. Um, so if you have something that you want to put on a T-shirt, My T-Sharp can help you make that happen. So um, My T-Sharp will be featuring, uh, we'll be creating um, customized Make Them Pages Clap buttons for the members of Team Typing Fast that will be attending the event. Um, and I'm a big fan. Um, uh, Mighty Sharp sent me a bunch of tees and sweatshirts um, a couple of weeks ago, and I've been wearing them. I actually wore one, the one I wore to the Anita Baker concert. The one mm -hmm. that says you talking loud, but you ain't saying nothing. That was courtesy. I won. <laughs> that is courtesy of my T Sharp. So um, I will put the, the contact information for both Herpothecary and my T Sharp in the description box. Shout out to these awesome brands that are owned and operated by brilliant black women. We mm -hmm. speak your name, sistrin. Um, thank you so much for supporting Teen Type and Fast and getting grown. And we're looking forward to continue working with you in the very near future. This episode of Getting Grown is brought to you by Shaper. Take networking from awkward to awesome with Shaper, the number one professional networking platform that uses your experience, interests, and goals to help you make the right connections. Whether you are looking for investors, a co-founder, a new job opportunity, or just inspiring conversations, Shaper can connect you to professionals who truly want to share tips and help. Each day, it suggests 15 people with similar goals and interests for you to meet. Then all you have to do is take a few minutes to swipe through your daily profiles and set up coffees with people who stand out, or you can drink tea if you're not a coffee drinker like me. Uh, if you're a professional, the Shaper app should be installed on your phone, period. Download the app today. Or check out Shaper online at shaper.co. That's shaper, S-H-A-P-R 
co to learn more about shape room download the app and improve the way you network 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 the winter blues are coming to an end thank you lord which means it's finally time to get back into the routine that empowers you to feel your healthiest with care of it can be really hard to know what vitamins or supplements you should be taking but care up makes it easy to find out what you specifically need to be your healthiest with their fun online quiz Simply answer a few questions about your diet, health goals, and lifestyle choices, and get your personal scientifically backed vitamin and supplement recommendations in just five minutes. There are even vegan and vegetarian supplement options available to match your dietary needs. So y'all know I love Care Of. It has a little quote on each packet. It's easy for me to travel with. I can take it to work on the go. I can grab one in the morning. I don't have to worry about a whole slew, a whole pill box, a whole to-do. I got my one packet that has all of my vitamins, all of my supplements in it, and it's absolutely amazing. Um, And I think a specific health goal I have is to take more of my vitamins to make sure I'm building my immune system with the lack of sleep that I get. Mm -hmm. So my care of vitamins are essential to me. For 50% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter GROWN50. That's TakeCareOf.com and enter GROWN50 for 50% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins. So Kia and I... Um, spoke to you all last week or the week before and said, we want some updates on some of these honesty boxes that we get. Cause you know, we get some good ones yes, indeed. and we don't, we know, we don't need, we need to know what's going on. We want the update. We want the, we're being nosy. You know what I'm saying? So you guys were so kind to apply. So we picked a few of updates that we have from different honesty boxes that we'll read. And that's going to serve as our kitchen table this week, being as this was a work week for us, a heavy one and a travel week and so forth and so on. We just want to keep it kind of light tonight. So the first one says, and hopefully you all can remember the honesty boxes. Hopefully I can. (laughs) Right. I'm sorry. I will not remember the pseudonyms. Oh yeah. But it says, Hey cousins, my original email was regarding the asshole who I went on a date with and everything he said was irking the shit out of me. Mm. Jade opened my eyes um, wide open. Excuse me. Jade opened my eyes wide open to the idea that I am a Jerry Seinfeld and I obsess over small problems. (laughs) True as shit. After that date, I went on a break from dating because I need to self-reflect on what I was attracting. And I had to face the conclusion that I was definitely just not ready to date. Fast forward to about two weeks ago, I just got back on the apps and the very first guy I talked to almost immediately asked me on a date. It was fun. Date number one was fun. Date number two, he cooked for me and it was delicious. Homemade meatballs and marinara. Okay. And he's never been shy to tell me how he feels about me. He's been super transparent about his intentions and has truly checked off most of my boxes. Nice back and all. All right. I've been the type to see a dude that I was dating once a week max. And that was plenty. But now I actually want to see this guy often. No question. Just an update. If you all are actually planning to do the honesty box update episode. I can't wait to see you both in L.A. at the team type. Yeah. I love an update. I do too. Congrats, sis, on your new boo thing. I'm excited Amen. that things are 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 going well. I mean, it's just great. I think it's super dope. I love dating people that you actually love to spend time with. 
that is such a win because a lot of times, you know, this is what the Lord is, is kind of breaking me from being kind of all hemmed up in the superficial. Mm-hmm. Like I love his sneakers. <laughs> and look what kind of car he drive or like I like the way he dressed to really uh, being into who people are as people and having awesome conversation that's like substantive and or silly or whatever I want it to be. So mm-hmm. it's dope to to kind of like have that kind of companionship and partnership. So we're happy for you, sis. Amen. We love that. I'm glad that you and I love that you were able to check in with yourself. And see, you know, like, you know, is this a me thing? Is this a you thing? And so that's super important. Um, okay. All right. Hey, big sisters, I've never met. I found you guys show in the midst of my transition and self-reflection. And it's been an uplifting experience, support, entertain, excuse me. I cannot read today. Uplifting, entertaining support system. I never knew I needed. Also, thank you for the put on with Kapari deodorant. I love it. Yes, me girl. Too. Smelling like a Tahitian oh, tree. Smelling like a Vita Coco. Hello, Jade and Kia. I hope you all are blessed and your melanin is moisturized. It is actually quite greasy right now. <laughs> to get everyone up to speed, I was the question from the friend intervention episode. My friend was sleeping with a married man and wouldn't accept that he was playing her. Ooh. And I questioned whether we could be friends or not. Lord. I want to thank you all for the advice you gave me and also tell you what has transpired in the last couple of months. Shortly after the episode aired, the situation blew up in my friend's face. She was put out there and the wife found out and she was and was she was told some hard truths about the situation. I ruined her reputation, and even caused her to fall into depression. And sadly, she focused her irritation at me and even accused me of putting her out there, something I would never, ever do. It caused us to end our friendship because she was more willing to believe the lies this man told her than the truth of our friendship and the truth of what he was doing. Two months went by and she reached out and I'm happy to say that we are uh, truly in a good place. One of you said that I had to decide that ending it might not fix fix the issues at hand. And she saw when it was all said and done that our friendship was something not worth losing. She's no longer seeing that bastard and she's taking care of her mental health and she's in a beautiful place. I'm glad that through it all, I was able to get my friend back and also gain some great insight from you all. Really and truly, I listened to that part over and over and got everything I needed and more. Thank you. Oh, yay. I love that. I'm so glad. I love that. Sometimes I just hope that, you know, we be saying things that are useful. Whew, especially me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and we've got one more for the evening. Honesty Box update, Angela Bassett in Waiting to Exhale. Oh, grace and peace, Kia and Jade. Hey. I love y'all so very much. Okay, I don't know how you spelled Kia sis, but let's I just, well, let me just tell you it? it's it's, it's K E H A. She spelled your name Kiha. You know what? And That's so crazy because I think somebody was tweeting me the other day. Oh, maybe maybe I saw this email. I remember tweeting like, "Why would someone call me <laughs> Kiha?" It's okay, sis. Kiha. Kiha. <laughs> Keha, a priest, grace and peace, Keha and Jay. Uh, <laughs> I love y'all so very much. Keha, I stand as a witness to your proclamation. Please. Please. I can't stop. You have to stop. I'm not making fun of you. Yes, you are. 
I am. It's K E I A. Kia, I stand as a witness to your proclamation that adulting is a whole scam. Scam. I want Jade to know that I sing with her every week in the keys X, Y, and Z, so now I don't feel so bad. Mm-mm-mm. We got rained, sis. We do. Us and we we sing better than Keha. <laughs> if you were recall, my Odyssey box was a lengthy one. My apologies. I was in distress at the time. In my letter, I'd said that my husband had up and left for London. Well, shortly thereafter, I found out why. Oh. He went to see his second wife. Dang! Whom he married two years prior. Whoa! But before I found out about the wife, I was made aware of his side chick. Needless to say, everything uh, came to a complete halt. The moments that followed were difficult to say the least, I'm sure. This was a trial like nothing I've ever experienced. To say I was heartbroken would be an understatement. My confidence was shaken, if I'm going to be honest. I cried from July when everything came out until December. January rolled around, and by mid-month, the divorce was final. I was standing still on my timeline of life. When I looked back, I saw missed opportunities and broken dreams. When I looked at my current position, I saw my empty nest. My children are growing and all, but one, uh, but one is out of the house, and that one will be, and another one will be gone in a hot minute. <clears throat> When I look forward, all I see is darkness. Am I scared? Hell yeah. But somewhere deep down, I hear the tune of this little light of mine. So I'm just going to let the little light I've got left to shine on and light my new path. Shine. I'm going to therapy and doing things new by myself and making it my business to smile and be grateful. I'm still standing, breathing, and healing, as well as laughing loudly with y'all every single week. Yes. Thank you both for creating a safe space for Black women to vent and glean wisdom from each other. Thank you. Oh, That's your sis. precious little heart, beloved. <laughs> I'm sorry that you dealt with all of that. I know that was a punch to your gut. That is something. Um, and it's it's heartbreaking, especially when you find out things that devastating. But I'm so glad that you're taking the proper and necessary steps to get yourself together, to get yourself mentally and emotionally healthy. I think that's so dope. And I think that's 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 a note that we can all that we can all share and we can all um, take something from. And I hope that um, I, I think that this is just a nice timing uh, based off of our conversation last week with Adama. Mm hmm. And how important self-care is and making sure that our mental and our emotional and all of that is intact. Because if it's not, we're going to fall apart right at the seams. So, um, yeah, I'm really glad. I'm glad to hear your update. I think that I think that that's really, really brave of you to be able to take those those necessary steps to, to, you know, get yourself in a good place. Thank you so much for sharing. And I'm absolutely Keep on growing, sis, because let me tell you something. I don't I don't know what it's gonna be, but mm. you this story, like the life, all that life that you just lived, mm-hmm. it's gonna be a something that's gonna help help somebody at some point. So absolutely. <clears throat> and fuck that nigga. I hope his dick falls off. <laughs> Over and there that, in <laughs> In London town, I hope your what is it? What do they call it? I hope your banger falls off. Is that what they call it? They call it bangers and mash. That's sausage and potatoes. Oh. So I hope your banger falls right off. I hope that <laughs> I hope it gets. I hope it gets caught in a a touch of spotted dick, oh. and that's a real delicacy over there. Mm. <laughs> and I hope it gets burned with a uh, no hot you. fish and chips. Um, 
That's what they call it, right? Fish and chips, fish and chips grease. Anyway, but sis, I hope your light continues to shine. And we are, <laughs> that is going to wrap up our honesty, but I mean our uh, kitchen table this week because it's late. <laughs> and no, I mean, we I are, this is a, yes. this is our makeup episode. <laughs> yes, just, we don't want to hold you guys. We just wanted to give you something this week. Um, and just, you know, last week was heavy. We got lots of great information from Madama. Mm-hmm. This week we wanted to kind of keep it light for our own for our own health and sanity and wellness, as well as, you know, just kind of continue to diversify what we offer you. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah. thank you all for continuing to write in mm-hmm. to getting what? grown podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Now, because people Stay sending messages asking what the email is to write in. Oh, okay. even though it is, please listen to me clearly. I don't get it those. People don't ask the me dis- all the time. They ask me all manners of things. It is. It is in the description box. Every it's in episode. the description box every single week. Okay, <laughs> I I make sure, and then Kia confirms it. Yes, so it's there every week. All of the contact information, the email is there. Getting grown podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear more of your honesty box updates. So continue to let us know what's going on. Um, I really like the little updates we had today. So that left me in a good place. All right. Hum Nutrition is all about making you look and feel your best. Each specific supplement packs a combo of potent ingredients designed for specific aims like clearer skin, boosted energy or fuller hair and is backed by clinical results. Hum focuses on preventing concerns and long-term care and repair, not damage control and covering up. I mean, hello. Their inside-out approach to beauty goes beyond a skincare regimen alone to give you great results. Hum's products are sustainably sourced, non-GMO, and free of soy, gluten, artificial colors, and preservatives. Plus, there's lots of vegan options. Try supplements like the Daily Cleanse, Hair Sweet Hair Growth Gummies, Uber Energy, and more. And if you aren't sure what to get, what you need... Go to humnutrition.com slash get underscore started to take a quiz and get personalized recommendation from Hum's team of registered dietitians. To make things even easier, Hum offers a monthly vitamin subscription that's affordable, flexible, and convenient. So I really love Hum because they do focus on the inside out and you know that your health, if you want your hair to be healthy, if you want your skin to be healthy, if you want your nails to be healthy, that actually starts internally. So I love that Hum has specific targeted uh, supplements that help you with whatever needs that you have. And I know that the hair sweet hair growth is definitely helping me with strengthening my hair as well as the daily cleanse is keeping my skin looking wonderful and dewy. Go to humnutrition.com slash get underscore started for your personalized recommendations and get 20% off your purchase with code grown. That's humnutrition.com slash get underscore started and code grown. Honestly, truly. All right. Our honesty box is here and hot and ready to go. I'm nervous. No, I don't think it's that hot actually. (laughs) Hey, Jade and Key, I've been listening to your podcast for about six months. I love what you guys are doing to let women know you are not alone while getting grown. That's it. No, no, we're not. My name is Tanya. I'm 25 years old. And after high school, I decided to get a job instead of going to college. My mom pushed and pushed to change my mind about college. Unfortunately, I thought it was a waste of money and time. Now I'm eight years into my job. And I haven't moved up in the company as I plan to. 
The higher ups are really competitive about holding their positions. They really don't want to mentor or show the ropes to younger people. I kind of just feel like I'm doing the same thing without any real growth. I'm tired of working for someone. I want to go back to school now to find my real purpose. I talked to my mom about quitting my job to go fo- to go to school full time. She doesn't think I should quit my job, but do both. But I don't think I can handle both. What do you suggest I do? I can't retire because I don't meet age recommendations. But whatever I've saved from my fund, I can take. Sorry so long. Love, Tanya. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know that I've never not worked while in school. Same. Um, I work different hours. Like I was I, when I was a full time student, I was working part time. And then there were definitely times where I was a full time student and working full time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I'm saying all that to say. I don't know that it has to be an either or. Is there any potential way that you can figure out how it could be a both and in that mm-hmm. you can find a way to take classes, um, but work. And it, that may be something that you can, if you think through um, and do some research about like policies at your own office and see if they would be willing to um negotiate like you working part-time in lieu of just quitting altogether. (laughs) Um, Or you can start to look for part-time positions at your school or not at your school, but just part-time positions so that you can um, manage, manage that way. If, you know, just going down to part-time hours at your job is is not possible or feasible. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know that I would tell you to, uh, quit altogether because I just feel like jobs are such that now I don't know if any of us should just go around just quitting them all willy nilly. Especially the job you have with the benefits and so forth. <clears throat> and that retirement, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'm learning more about wealth building um, mm-hmm. and the money that we put away for retirement now doesn't seem like a lot as we're putting it away, but the longer that you leave it alone, mm-hmm. the more it will grow. So I'm really reticent to tell you to just kind of like take your money and live on it now um, versus you continuing to work part-time and having some kind of income and taking classes, um, you know, in addition to. So I think I I would side with, with your mom and say that there are ways that you can figure out how to do both. And there are ways that you can kind of um, ease your way into that. So I'm not telling you to kind of work full time and take five classes. Um, no. More than I'm telling you to just like work part time and take three or take two um, to just really for the first semester to kind of just do a test run to see how things go. Um, I think that way you can make more informed decisions as you gain more information about the, what kind of student you are and what you need to succeed. You'd be surprised too um, if you go have a conversation with a supervisor and I'm not saying this is the case every time, so don't quote me, but I have seen many circumstances where when you have conversations with HR, higher ups, your supervisor, what have you, There are a lot of companies that are um, flexible with people going back to school and getting their education and they'll work with you in different ways, whether it be your schedule or what have you, um, to make sure that you're able to get those things done. So 
I, yeah, I kind of agree with your mom. I agree with Kia. I don't want you to exhaust yourself. I don't want you to take on a full, you know, a full um, time semester or what have you each semester. But at the same time, um, I don't think you should just like up and just get rid of your resources and those good benefits you got going on over there. Yeah, man. Not with under this administration. We <laughs> nope. <laughs> we need to be like we were talking about before. Securing the bag is not just about getting the bag, Mm-mm. but keeping the bag that you already got. That's it. Okay. So keep that safe. Keep it near and dear to your heart. But it is dope that you're going back to school. I think that's super commendable. Um, and you know. Also keep us updated on that and your graduation and so forth and so on. But thank you for writing in. You can continue to send your honesty box questions to once again, <laughs> getting grown podcast at gmail.com, which will always be in the description box, the show notes, whatever they're called <laughs> on your phone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and with that being said, let's move on to these peeves de petty. Finally. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. honey. All right, y'all. Let's get petty. Ooh. Petty, petty. You got so petty on me. Um. Okay, guys. I know that they no longer teach phonics in schools. <laughs> Um, and I feel like I, I, I am living with the implications of that national policy decision (laughs) because I, day to day, I'm just confronted with people who mispronounce my name and, uh, well, I mean, that's just ironic that (laughs) that was today's, um, honesty box because I have been holding on to this petty pee for a couple of days now because, um, I'm just getting to a point where people just say, say anything. They look at my name and literally just say anything that comes to their mind. Um, and you know, there's just such a lack of humility about being wrong they then try to campaign or or try to convince me that my name is spelled incorrectly, right? Mm. Um, so one young lady um, insisted upon calling me Taika, right? And I was just like, so <laughs> what struggles? So where I'm struggling with that is that my the E is actually after the K. So I'm mm-hmm. trying to figure out how you might have, how you might think that my name could be Taika because that's just not it. It's just not. There's just no way around that. Um, and Taika, she was a girl. That's just that not I it. <laughs> and you know, we've talked about the why in my name many, many times, but obviously, I mean, evidently, it bears repeating. So the why, you know, A E I O U are vowels. Sometimes why, right? A E I O U and sometimes why. So the why can function as both consonant and vowel. In my name, mm-hmm. uh, the Y is a vowel, right? So. Um, People will see my name and say Taikia. And it's an honest mistake, so I don't get upset. But if if I correct you and then you like squint and be like, but why? Like, you know, why is your name like, you know, it's Taikia. Like it could be Taikia. And I'm like, it could be, but it's not. It could be, but it's not. Right. Um, so and then, you know, 
I've been literally it happened to me twice this week where someone will like question me about my name and the way that it's spelled. Like I decided to spell it this way. Right. Either way. I'm okay with it. We're here now, but I'm also okay with letting you know that wise being vowels can sometimes, you know, that means that they have multiple sounds. So, you know, I went back and forth with this guy at the subway, right? He looked at my debit card and pronounced my name wrong. And then, you know, when I corrected him, he was just like, but I mean, but nothing. And I'm like, Nigga, but nothing. I'm telling you that this is what my name is. And I'm like, all right, so let me help you. So I'm like, so do you say like typical? No, you say typical. Do you say mythical? Do you say that's a myth? No, you said that's a myth, right? You say, do you say symphony? No, you said it's a symphony. Why? All of those Ys are vowels, which means that they don't have that hard Y sound, but it's more of like an apostrophe even. So my, my name is not an exception to that rule. So my name is Takia. Like you almost don't even, it's like, it could be an apostrophe. Like you can just glaze right over that Y. You don't got to hang on it. And I should not have to teach you a phonics class in order for you to understand the way that I told you my name was pronounced. And it's not your place, white man, to look me in my face and tell me that my name is pronounced pronounced wrong you don't get to ask me did I ask you why your name was Chad no you told me that your name was Chad I see it there printed on your on your name tag sir and I don't Mm -hmm. say that your name is not Chad it's Cad I don't say that why is your name not Cahad right like I don't say that (laughs) to you so why do you feel like it is then your place to question me about the name that has nothing to do with you or how you feel about it is of no consequence to me. So Siéntate, Grandpa. please keep your opinions to yourself. Much, wow. much like Kim Burrell. When you don't have nothing to say, say nothing. That's all. It's so funny that that's your petty peeve this week because it's right on a similar vein of mine. Mm. Told you all we had the dopest dinner party this weekend in D.C. It was lovely. It was wonderful. You know what I'm saying? Oh, boy. Posted pictures and, you know, everybody who attended was really happy. And then some asshole Uh who was tagged, we don't even know who this nigga is, was tagged in a picture like, because we said we were going to come to Philly. Yes, that's right. We're going to come to Philly. You know, we're just trying to figure out a secure date, but it's happening. And that's our next city. We've already made the decision. Nice. So we said we're going to come to Philly. So somebody from Philly tags there dry ass friend in the post and says hey we gotta go to this when they come like gives a little breakdown and this person goes well I need to look at the other food pictures cause these little fried balls ain't exciting me what <laughs> are they talking about those delicious jambalaya croquettes the jambalaya croquettes that were so creamy and moist on the inside and topped with that delicious remoulade yes why that's what in the world about. you know sometimes people who eat out of cans all the time Sis, that is why I said you cannot trust niggas who grew up on Tyson's chicken nuggets and voila pasta bags. (laughs) Voila. I don't even know what that is. That's them pasta bags with them little spiral pastas and chicken and broccoli and shit in it. My grandma was not with it. You tell you don't talk to me when you grew up on stovetop. And beefaroni, because I don't care what you have to say. I, too, grew up on beefaroni, but not as my Sunday dinner. So your opinion is null and void. You catch up on mac and cheese ass, nigga. Nobody cares about anything that you have to say. And And you keep your dry ass opinions to your dry ass self because my balls were not dry, but yours are. And that's my petty peeve this week. (laughs) Don't tag your little picky ass 
picky ass friends in my posts if they ain't got nothing nice to say. Tell them why tell you them to take their ass. Tell them to take their ass on somewhere. And that is it because the girl is this is is it's a rap for us. It's a rap. It's a rap for you because I'm not Tykea going. Not going to has bed to tonight. Travel early in the a.m. I need you to go to bed tonight, sis. That's not. I don't really me. know that I can. I have a lot to do. But either Just way, um, ladies, gentlemen. Uh, we really appreciate um, you guys for checking us out. We appreciate your patience this week. Um, we know the show's a little short and a little shoddy, but <laughs> <laughs> we just wanted to give you something because I don't want to just be out here like, you know, half-assing this job. We're doing the best we can. Thank you for your patience. Hopefully you got a laugh, a chuckle, a giggle um, of course. out of our foolishness and carrying on. Uh, continue to support my sis at these dope dinner parties. We can't wait to come and kick it with you in LA. Support my sis for LA. Yeah, get man. Get your last tickets. Oh, and by the by, just as a point of information, Getting Grown is officially two years old. <gasps> we are. <laughs> Happy birthday to us. Whoa. Two. <laughs> <laughs> What's crazy is <laughs> I be at work or like in Target or just like in the store and I'll just do that. And it's uh-huh. so strange now. I'm, no, I do it all the time. Oh my God, I was pumping gas. <laughs> I was pumping gas today and got out of the car. Like I was like, it's cold out here. <laughs> I was at the gas I was at the gas pump like, it's so cold out here. Like, why am I singing that? Like, what an idiot. Because you're black and half. My coworker asked me something and I was like, no. (laughs) What a loser. No. I never will. I will never stop. I just don't know when I started doing that. But like, (laughs) (laughs) Crystal does it too. We all do (laughs) We were on FaceTime or something the other day. She, oh, she was playing Mario Kart with Asante. Oh, she yes. was just like, I'm beating your ass <laughs> in this game. <laughs> like, why? Yeah. Why yeah. are we singing it? Everything. We literally sing everything. <laughs> oh, she was God. like, can I have a no? <laughs> we're going to be, we just, one day, we're going to not be ridiculous. Sometimes adulting is being ridiculous because you're so boggled down by the mundane things of everyday life that you need to have foolish moments. And I don't feel bad about it. Don't, sis. Do not. Okay. We love y'all. Do. And continue to drink your water and mind your business, Kimberell, and uh, moisturize. Why, sis? Because your black will cry, cry, will cry. <laughs> black will cry if you're anything like <laughs> your black will crack. If you're anything like Kim Burrell, oh. instead be like Fantasia. Moist. Bye, bye. <laughs> Fantasia would be like, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh, we should like totally get off of the internet because Fantasia would be like, bye. <laughs> She'd be like, you know, <laughs> yes. <laughs> She'd be like, yes. <laughs> okay, I got to go because we are by y'all. Uh, we're being foolish. Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>
Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.